doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, you're all right. You're off, aren't you? Yeah, for a week. Yeah, I've got a bit of time. So I'm a bit of time off. So I'm going to do some running and uh, reading. And as I just mentioned to you, I've bought a book to read, so that'll be good. What are you reading? Uh, Great Expectations by Dick. Oh, right, okay. You got high hopes for that? Uh... <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never really read any Dickens, so I thought, you know, I need to, you know, I need mm. to get, get around this and um, start putting some time in here because, uh, you know, he's a classic, influential author, and I know very little about him really so yeah I mean, he's great at raising social awareness wasn't he yeah what would he be writing about now he'd probably be um scribing now about the how people were coping wasn't he about yeah. mental yeah. health and poverty wonder what he'd write about with um free school meals yeah absolutely yeah yeah i mean he was uh yeah very influential character wasn't he and also author and um tolstoy who I'm a big fan of Tolstoy, as you know, and Tolstoy was a great admirer of Dickens. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, no, there's not much else to do, is there, in lockdown? So I thought, I'll read a book, go running, and uh, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, very nice. I'll, I'll envy you with your week off. Um, I've got time off until, it'll be Christmas. So, um, yeah. Which, there aren't many weeks left, are there, to Christmas? So. Well, I tell you what, weeks just go by so quickly at the moment. I'm finding that. I don't know about you, but it's just crazy how fast time goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we'll have to think about. Have you done that thing? Well, you haven't done that thing. I know you haven't, but uh, you know people are putting up their Christmas trees. No. A lot of people yeah, are, aren't they? got a lot of clients who are putting them up. And, yeah. Um, no, personally not for me. Uh, for me, it's... For me, I've always... Well, actually, if I'm being honestly honest, <laughs> last few years, not put anything up. How many girls that? No, no. <laughs> um, when the girls have, um, when they come to visit me at Christmas, all right, great decorations, well done. Um, <laughs> well, I might change that this year because it's a bit miserable. So I'm, I'm going to buy a smaller Christmas tree. So nice. you usually put the decks up, don't you? Yeah, well, I have a nice big tree. Uh, and I like doing that. Sometimes it's a bit too big. I sort of get a bit carried away. I, I buy a real one. And, um, you know, I bring it back. And when you sort of undo yeah. the net thing around it, it's like absolutely gigantic. Yeah, um, But, you know, it's all right. And, um, but I'll tell you what I would like, and I don't think we've got them anymore, but, um, you know, in the 70s and 80s, the concertina-type oil oh, yeah. ones, and you, you stretch them out. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a crisscross on the ceiling. Yeah, you're going to have those, eh? I like those. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I like all that stuff at Christmas. It's like my childhood or something. Yeah, my mum and dad used to have those. Yeah. Um, I quite liked them as well, bro. And uh, yeah. to get them from Woolworths. Remember Woolworths? Yeah. For anyone listening who's, who's younger, <laughs> like, what yeah. the hell is Woolworths? What are they yeah. all about? Um, I think I mentioned last time, I have to be careful with decorations because it causes illness because I've got tinselitis. Well, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like the old school stuff, though. I mean, I know it's, you know, it's a bit early to be talking about Christmas, isn't it? But... You know, these days there's a lot of things like uh, people talk about panettone, panettone bread, and all that sort of thing, and oh yeah, okay, all yeah. these sort of fancy things uh, <laughs> and these sort of exotic drinks and things. Fancy things, uh, garlic bread and, and <laughs> garlic bread, yeah, and, and yeah, pizzas and. and... <laughs> but I, I sort of like um, I like the old stuff, I like sherry. 
Okay. And uh, Trifle. Right, okay. Are you not just reading Great Expectations, but you're also living it as well? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want, on Christmas Day morning, I, I want to reach out of my window and throw some silver coins down to a young boy yeah. to go and buy a turkey or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the young boy that's just been up your chimney. The that's same right. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hurry, hurry to the butchers as fast as you can and I'll give you an extra shilling if you're back but, by lunchtime. But, but sing it in and say it in old fashioned language, 18th, 19th century language. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, child. <laughs> go over yonder to. Uh, the, the good gentleman of the butchers. Make thy way on the St. <laughs> Nicholas <laughs> with, with said sixpences and oh, buy thyself, yeah. thyself a, a, a yo-yo or a spinning top. A yo-yo? <laughs> what did Buy one yo-yo a yo-yo. <laughs> what did one yo-yo say to another yo-yo? Go on. Yo. <laughs> oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Some of these jokes are a bit up and down, you know. <laughs> you can, it depends what spin you put on them. Well, it does. Uh, and at the end of the day, how long is a piece of string, you know? Yeah, These exactly, jokes go on yeah. for ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, great expectations. Yeah, yeah. Not just reading it, but living it. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I do do that a little bit, as you know. You know, as, I was watching um, The Sopranos, and I become the characters. <laughs> so after watching The Sopranos, you know, binge watching that. Okay. Hey, hey, what you gonna do, huh? I sort of start to behave in that way. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't. You know, inflict extortion on people for money or anything like that. You know, no, no, no. There's none of that. I, I hasten to add. Uh, <laughs> Have you finished yeah. it now, then? Yeah. 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 What about the ending, The Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah, such sure. a shame. James Gandolfini died, didn't he? Passed away. Yeah. There was rumours of a Sopranos film, but there is going to be a prequel starring yeah. his son as yeah. Tony Soprano. So, um, yeah. but that was that was, good. that was a good. One. I know you've you've seen that, haven't you? You've watched it. Have you watched it a couple of times? That about three times, yeah. Um, yeah. Been watching The Undoing on Sky Atlantic with Nicole Kidman oh, and Hugh. Oh, yeah, is that good? That very good. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's a better actor than I gave him credit for. Not that, you know, it, it depends on me to, to give him his... You know, who's that? Who's that? To John, him. Hugh Grant. Oh, right. Okay. Because yeah. I kind of associated him in the 90s with, you know, the same kind of role time and time again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the bit of the foppish woman, upper class twit. Um, I have to be careful how we say that. Yes, uh, that's right. <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he did, he yeah sort of bumbling English buffoon kind of character. Yeah, yeah. bumbling English fool, which uh, which I've done a few impressions of that over my time. Um, <laughs> but oh, hang on. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to watch that. Though. I'll have to tune in. Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. Um, you get these big movie stars doing these series though now, don't you? It's it's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, box sets, yeah. TV. Once upon a time, they were too big for TV, weren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. not just because of a height thing, uh, but I just think I just think the box set thing. Then yeah, it's a bit too big for the TV. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, it was good in because they, they they have the chance. The actors have a chance to develop the characters even more than they do in a film, don't they? Yeah. But like um, Brian Cranston in uh, 
Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. I've never watched that. Good? Oh, the way that his character kind of develops. Brilliant. Yeah. What yeah. a brilliant performance that was. Yeah. yeah, no, I never watched it. I did start watching it, but then I become oppositional. So when people say to me, you must watch this. Yeah. And there's <laughs> less chance of me watching it until I'm ready to watch it. Same with The Sopranos. I didn't watch that for, for years. Like about four years until everybody else yeah. started watching it. But, so um, that thing when someone says, oh, you really like this, and immediately go, no, no, no. Yeah. no. no. <laughs> watch this. I just think, oh, something else to watch. You know, I, I'll watch it when I'm ready. Like another responsibility. Um. But yeah, mental health. What's happening in the world of mental health? I was uh, reading an article about yeah. a footballer trying to bring awareness to how footballers are affected by mental health, which they will be, won't they? Because everybody is affected by mental health. Yeah, absolutely. There's a misconception that footballers and sports people at a top level don't get affected by mental health because they're paying lots of money. Yeah, well, that's the thing, that, that I mean, that, you know, that sort of, uh, yeah... That doesn't make me cross, but I think people get the wrong idea about that because they say, oh, well, he's, he's a premiership footballer, you know, he's on this amount of money, what's he got to feel yeah. sad about? But regardless of the money, I mean, those guys get rich through doing what they love, playing football, and the money's completely, doesn't take yeah. away a person's emotion and feeling and pain and no. all those things, well, you know? On that basis, if we compared ourselves to people you know in third world countries with absolutely nothing no jobs no money no homes mm. what have we got to moan about you know yeah yeah we're all affected aren't we we've all got our own battle aren't we um, absolutely yeah yeah i mean it's very very personal isn't it all that stuff you know it's yeah. we all have our own challenges and, and people don't see that do they and i think sometimes we see celebrities and just assume they're having these kind of great lives and i'm sure sometimes it is but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes they were in people's private yeah. lives or what, what's going on emotionally or mentally you know there's a footballer Ben Chilwell um, right. moved from Leicester to Chelsea and he's talked about his lack of confidence at times and how he's kept it to himself and yeah, he came out on Twitter I think to talk about it and you know some people are supportive a lot of people have not been supportive you know I, what's he got to moan about he's, he's you know Chelsea bought him for 50 million he would have got a yeah, sign off yeah. And I know, yeah, he's on. He's a multi-millionaire, isn't he? But there's pressure on lots of people, aren't there? We're all, and we didn't, we can't see it, can we? Because we see somebody walking down the street, or we see a celebrity, we see a person. Well, not walking, don't see a celebrity walking down the street, but actually, we do here. Um, yeah, Tyson Fury milling around, and that's right. Yeah, bang it up your way. Yeah, yeah. And he's written about his um, difficulties with mental health. But, so we're all, we've all got our own battles, haven't we? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we can never just assume what's going on for somebody else, can we? Because um, we just don't really, we never know, do we, until we get to talk to people at depth. Um, but then there's, um, you know, we're talking about this this vaccine. As, uh, I mean, that's that's come up in the news, hasn't, hasn't it? This um, new technology, which is absolutely beyond my level of comprehension, the, the science behind it. I mean, it's quite unbelievable. Yeah, I've got to say, for me... I didn't latch onto it last week. I was excited about it. Um, I was perhaps the most enthusiastic person <laughs> talking yeah. about it. I was talking to different people. And um, Can you imagine if it does, you know, 90% chance of um, not eradicating it, but, you know, yeah. 90% effective, isn't it? Um, can you imagine if it's a game changer and that this this thing is controlled and goes away 
in the same way that it arrived, really. Um, and perhaps it's always going to be there, but we have to be vaccinated against it, COVID-19. Yeah, yeah. There's some other ones coming out as well, aren't there, apparently? I mean, I've just read a little bit about it, and there's several that are being developed with this similar technology. Is it RDA or something, this new technology? RDA, yeah, which contain doesn't it have some of the actual um some of the the the, the virus the dna in it, the, virus, the yeah. dna of the virus or something like that yeah which being an ignoramus when it comes to vaccines i thought all vaccines were like that introduced some of the, the kind of virus into the body and produced antibodies but obviously not but um i think i think they do generally don't it this one's got the the genetic blueprint rather than the actual uh you know disease itself hasn't it so Okay. So that's why it's different. Apparently, that it's got it's got the, the the genetic data in it that then helps your body to produce antibodies, something like that. So you know, Professor Dan here, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's incredible, isn't it? It's apparently it's a game changing way of doing vaccinations. Uh, yeah, amazing. Somebody was talking on the radio, which did make me think. They were just talking about the testing, and obviously, it will be tested once it's the nth degree. Wasn't it really? And it's been produced very quickly. But, um, but can, if it does change things, that'll be just incredible. Can you imagine the world opening up? Um, mm. I just hope that people don't forget. You know, those in power of any political persuasion don't forget that people have suffered, aren't they? I mean, fifty thousand deaths, um, the highest yeah. figure of any European country. Yeah, yeah. So, and then all the people that have caught COVID nineteen. And are affected by long COVID, you know they'll need care, won't they? Well, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, hopefully, businesses can kind of be supported in recovering. So I think that's really important as well. You know, like small independent businesses. Yeah. You know, I really hope that they're able to kind of regroup and and carry on. And because I, I really think it was a shame if if they couldn't survive, they ended up getting taken over by these huge business entities and multinationals. Because I, I like those little. Um, I don't know. I feel a more connection to like a local cafe, which which is an independent cafe, yeah. and you know the owners kind of because you met them, and yes, yeah. something nice about that, isn't there? You know, yeah, very nice. And you know, in Wales, they had that fire break mm. um, lockdown, didn't they? And yeah, yeah, one of the rules that that supermarkets could only sell essential items. That's right. Yeah, that, that you know, small retailers couldn't open, could they? But then people could still order online, can't they? So. Um, yeah, and small independent traders are important, aren't they, to an economy and entrepreneurs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they small entrepreneurs turn into you know big SMEs, don't they? Small, yeah. medium. that's right. I'm, I'm trying to think sort of really more and more about that kind of thing in terms of when I buy stuff. I do now think, all right, I know what the most convenient option is, and it can arrive tomorrow at my doorstep, however is there a local business that I can support? And it might take me a few more days, but yeah. you know, and even shopping, can I sort of buy produce from local farmers and things like that? I'm really sort of thinking more and more about it, you know? Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Um, it's what people did years ago, wasn't it? In the time of great expectations. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'm just going, I'm going back in like a time capsule. You are. Um, yeah. <laughs> where would you go? If you, if you had a time machine, where, where would you go to? Would you go forward just, or back? I'll just before I answer that, yeah. <laughs> in the podcast, you said that I don't like a penny farthing. I did. So you really are heading backwards. So yeah. You'd go backwards, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd go backwards, yeah. I think I'd, 
I think I need to get a top hat or something. Yeah, I'd go forwards, to be honest. Where, where, what, what, where would you go to? How far? Good answer. Um, I'd go... I'd go for 50 years. 50 years forward. So that'll take us to... Where are we? That'll be 2070. But you'd, um, that'd be weird, though, because wouldn't you see yourself? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll be... Uh, I'll, I'll be... God, I'll be... I'll be 99. So you could travel forward and, and see... I'd see you know, old what's things. become of you kind of thing, you know? Um, I'd be able to see how many league championships Liverpool have won in those 50 years. I'd be able to see the progress. Imagine the technology in 50 years' time. Yeah. Um, what's, the ne- what's the next big thing? I mean, because we've got, like, mobile phones are unbelievable, aren't they? If we, if we go back to when we were kids, just didn't exist. And now we do everything on them. Yeah. The internet. Can you hear my <laughs> hear my dryer, by the way, gurgling? I had something, yeah. I thought you I thought you were hungry. <laughs> it's draining in the background. Um Yeah, what did you remember Google about four years ago? Tried Google Glass, the glasses that projected so we, oh, in, yeah. where you had all the projection of information. But you could still look ahead. But yeah, you that's right. They dropped it, didn't they? Because almost it was just ahead of the time, wasn't it, really? But I'm wondering if you know, they'll become kind of, they'll try and relaunch it. Yeah. Um, so that you'd have, you wouldn't have a mobile phone. That would all be done through your glass, these glasses or whatever. You could just see things on the internet, speak to people. And a chip. Because there's a company that, well, there's probably a couple of companies there, and they tried it out. And they were, um, employers can, can have a chip installed into their employees. So it'll enable you access into buildings and, Right, scary though, isn't it? Because we be able to monitor you. Yeah, it's a bit dodgy though, isn't it? I mean, we've got a bit of monitoring now, haven't we? I mean, uh, through COVID and all that. And yeah, okay, I, I get it. And I'm still a little bit apprehensive about, you know, having my movements sort of tracked all the time. You know, kind of move. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a bit kind of. I, I do find that a bit kind of strange that. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. I use Google Maps all the time for driving around. So that, and then you know, you go somewhere on Google Maps, and then an hour later, oh, oh you've yeah. been to such and such a place. Would you like to give a review? Yeah, it's kind of strange in a way, isn't it? And I get with the artificial intelligence, it'll presume because I've been maybe a couple of Mondays on a row. I've drive, driven somewhere, and it'll presume I'm heading there again. Yeah, but yeah, artificial intelligence. But I wonder what it'll be like in fifty years' time. So, cars, they'll all be electric, won't they? Or hydrogen powered, you'd imagine? Yeah. Um, That'd be all right. I'd like that. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, no, so yeah. Um, they have to have a noise, though, don't they? They have to build a noise into them, apparently, because they're too quiet and people can't. It's a safety hazard. Which is a great idea, isn't it? Because they are too quiet. They glide along, don't they? And, yeah. Um, yeah zzz, you have to do that sort of noise, wouldn't it? be like... Zzz. <laughs> Um, but it'd be exciting wouldn't it it can be exciting and I wonder what quality of life will be generally and I wonder if there'll be more social equality because people will look back I wonder how people will view this period in 50 yeah. years and so yeah, do you remember the, the, the great lockdowns that weren't so great and yeah the lockdowns of, the, the great lockdowns of 2020 yeah when when people spent more time with their families and slowed everything down people will look back like people do 
at rationing, don't they, in the Second World War, saying that the country never were yeah. ever as healthy as they were then. Um, will people look back positively? Will there be more lockdowns? I'd like to, I just want to know. Like, yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You'd be able to tell. I don't see, I don't, I don't really want to know about the future too much. Okay. Because I think it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Okay. So I think I'd prefer to go back just to see what it was like. But then I've got this, you know, this like Dickens and all that and, and going back in time, I've got this very uh, sort of some sort of nostalgia about it because, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's okay. like, you know, watching Scrooge on telly. I mean, it's a bit, I mean, they're poor and everything, but it's still, they're all singing and dancing in the street. I mean, it's, I watched the musical one. So that's so how it is to, in my brain. That's how it is, you know. You need to go back to disprove and just <laughs> go back in time to, to 19th century Victorian England. And you'd be like, kind of, why aren't you all singing? Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's time for a song now. See some orphans and, and all right, okay. Um, you're not, yeah. you're not gonna, you're not Who chip. will buy these wonderful roses? La, 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 la. Come on, you must all know it because you were the ones who invented it. <laughs> Like, no, sorry, me, mate. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Go down the old Kent Lane, right? And have a nice cup of tea. That's almost Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies to uh, people listening down in in London, uh, but you know, let me assure you that all my accents are equally terrible. You know, apologies <laughs> to anyone listening to. <laughs> sorry for your ears, and if there's any bleeding, we cannot assume responsibility. Um, no, no. But so, would you go back to would you go back to Victorian England then? I think I, I think I might do. Or the other thing I'd like to do, I'd like to be go back to. I mean, it's a myth, isn't it? It's a legend, but King Arthur's time. Okay. And I'd right. like to be a knight of the Round Table. Right. Okay. The only thing is, my eyesight is that bad, and I wouldn't have glasses. So I'd never become a knight because they didn't have the technology. Unless I took my glasses back with me and then I'd look really odd compared with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. But I like the idea of, or yeah, I like the idea of that. And sort of rescuing people and, and fighting dragons again. I know they're not real, but... Everyone you know. was called Lancer, weren't they? Oh, huh? In those times, everyone yeah. was called Lancer. Yeah. Called Lancer a lot, weren't they? Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, but did King Arthur exist, I wonder? No, but, you know, just something around that sort of time. I'd be right. Or I'd go back to Robin. I wouldn't mind being one of Robin Hood's Merry Men. Right, okay. I quite like that, because I like that on telly, the uh, the Michael Prayed, Robin of Sherwood, I like that. And who was the successor to Michael Prayed? Oh, Pray. Jason Connery. Yeah, wow. Tell me, we should do a quiz. Yeah, yeah. The Hooded Man, down, down. Clanad did the music. Yeah, and Ray Winston was in it as well, wasn't he? He was. He was um, Will Scarlet. It was Little John. I can't remember. It was, it was a good cast, though. Uh, yeah, Ray Winston, he was like very angry Will Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Right, we're, we're yeah. Right. Can't, can't pronounce it, though. Ray Winston. So say yeah. Ray Winston. Yeah, well, I say Ray Winston, but when I've heard him on telly, he says Winstone. Does he? Yeah, he oh, says, right. I'm Ray Winstone. I'll tell you what's very funny. I don't know whether you've ever seen The Trip with no. Rob Brydon and um, Steve Coogan. Oh, I've seen bits, seen bits of it, yeah. The latest one. 
and they're in, I forget which country they're in, but anyway, they do an impression of, they do impressions of Ray Winston. Right. And it, it's hilarious, honestly. If you get a chance, Google it, look at it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Bob Ryden, I know Steve Coogan doing an impression of Ray, Ray Winston playing Henry VIII. It's brilliant, honestly. Right, right. I'll look at that, yeah, yeah. Um, right, you're making me think now I want to go back in time. Yeah, where'd you go? Yeah. Okay. I can see you being a cowboy, like, you know. <laughs> what, broke that mountain? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I can see you, in a, you know, in the Wild West. No. Stetson, is it Stetson? Is that the hat? Yeah. No, yeah, not those. I, if I went back to 19th century England, yeah, I'd like to be a social reformer. Huh. Yeah, you always um, make you feel you make you feel bad with these. Not that you make me feel bad, but then you have these really good answers with really sort of good social causes, and then I think, oh god, I just want to go and fight dragons. Or, or the 1920s. Ah. Um. Yeah, because I, I think it's. I suppose it's watching too much Peaky Blinders, isn't it? But you know that—that's an yeah. interesting period. And the the writer of the Peaky Blinders was talking about that period after the First World War. Mm. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I'd go back, I think, and uh, I'd improve the lot of service people that have been yeah, yeah, well, yeah, uh, affected by the First World War. That's what I'd do. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, shell shock and all those things from yeah, they used to call it shell shock, didn't they? Yeah, PTSD. Yeah, the desertion, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I watched a great film yesterday. God. Yeah. And to watch, not watched the film for ages. It's called The Professor and the Madman. The Professor and the Madman? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Okay. Remis sounds really rubbish, but it's good. It's got um, Mel Gibson, Sean Penn. Okay. Lots of great British actors, and it's about uh, the people who created the Oxford English Dictionary. Ah. Took them like 70 years bring it together to find definitions and um, yeah, yeah. computers was a convicted murderer. Right. American. So it's based on a true story. Very good. Well, well, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Set in, um, so it starts in 1870. So. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you'd be all right with that. Yeah. I've got me penny farthing. I'll be cycling past. <laughs> I, I saw um, the Queen's Gambit. I saw that on that series. I think it was on Amazon. No, it wasn't. Netflix. What's that about? It's about um, uh, a young girl who's brought up in an orphanage, and she she's a, a chess prodigy. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and it's about her sort of journey through, you know, learning to play chess in, in a boarding school. And, yeah. Uh, and then she becomes, a, you know, a champion chess player. And it's, it's really fascinating. She's a really good actress as well. You know, she plays the character really well. And yeah. That was good. Awesome. Yeah. And she goes to Russia to play in these big tournaments with, the grandmasters and things like that, you know. There's something about, is that, is that a box set? Yeah, I think it was like seven episodes or something like that. It was, it was good, really good. Something, coming back, isn't it, to box sets, something quite comforting about watching a box set, isn't it? Cause yeah. I thought years ago, when I, the first one I watched was The Sopranos, I thought, I'm not getting into watching a box set. It's not for me. Everyone's watching these. I'm not doing it. Mm. And before I knew it, I watched one episode. And I'm getting hooked. Well, that's it, yeah, yeah. I find it kind of reassuring. Once you get into a series, I remember when I first watched Peaky Binders, I wouldn't watch it. Everyone was saying, you must watch it. I was saying, no, it's not for me. Um, you know, gangsters with peak caps on and, and basic yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. work. And then before I knew it, I was rushing back after working to watch a couple of episodes. 
Yeah. We get sort of immersed in the characters, don't you, in the story, and the, the characters kind of develop. Um, yeah, I, I like it. Because, I mean, those things are pretty violent, aren't they? You know, like Peaky Blinders yeah. and The Sopranos. But behind that, the, the characters are fascinating, aren't they? The way they kind of, the, the yeah. way they think and the, the moral codes that they have, which are different to our own kind of thing. It's interesting. Yeah, and it's in, it is interesting because, you know, Tony Soprano, his character, he's, he's sat, it shows the sessions between him and his therapist, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Who um, was in Goodfellas, wasn't she? She was a love interest. Yeah. And then you've got Peaky Blinders, which is essentially, you know, like we said, post-World War, the shell shock undertaken, the PTSD yeah. by the, the main characters. I mean, you've got Tommy, haven't you, that, that yeah. struggled in the first series. His brother who just can't regulate at all. Um, yeah. Arthur. Um, yeah, they drink, yeah. don't they? And, you know, they? and they use drugs and things like that, don't they? Is it opium or something? They, it's opium, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's fascinating, really. But they're like a band of brothers, aren't they? Mm. That have gone through, that have managed to get through the First World War, which... Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, yeah. This, I, I thought that was quite sad last week. Remembrance Sunday. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone kind of obviously spaced out. I don't mean an opium. Just, yeah. Um, no, no, it was. It's right, mate. It was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always find that very emotional. That uh, you know, that, that's the service on on the Sunday. I, I always watch it. I don't really don't go anywhere to, to kind of to kind of remember. But I, I kind of watch it on the TV. I like to tune in and um, you know, watch an hour or two of the of the service and and the yeah, something very. Uh, it really does sort of touched me quite deeply that really i went there years ago to watch it so went to right. london went to the royal albert hall right okay that's all remembrance um took my girls um uh, and the mum and my ex-in-laws and basically watched the festival of remembrance which was yeah which was good um and then the next day myself and my ex-father-in-law um went to the cenotaph so okay. yeah but after about Two and a half hours near the toilet. There's just nowhere to go, and you can't you can't leave because of the security reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a privilege to you know to see everybody march past. Um, yeah, you know all the veterans and yeah, quite surreal to be there really because we I were bet. We I bet, yeah. kind of opposite to where all the you know the the ministers and ex prime ministers head out. Of the is it the foreign yeah. and Commonwealth office, and uh, yeah, very profound, really. And it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. And there's something about the uh, it's the same every year, isn't it? And um, that repetition yeah. and the kind of uh, the ceremony around it all yeah. that really kind of yeah, it sort of seems for for me makes me feel very connected to the past somehow. Uh, it sort of places me in time, you know, but but. Uh, it, it really gives, gives me a context of time about being connected to yeah. the generations before and the generations to come. And I like to kind of, you know, speak to my kids about yeah. the meaning of that and encourage them to kind of just observe that moment and, and keep that going. I feel a connection because my dad, if I'm being honest, used to watch the uh, Festival Remembrance. Maybe mm. He'd shout at the TV because he'd find politicians of all colours, but one in yeah. particular. Um, very annoying, and um, he thought remembrance should be a, a daily thing, not just a yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had uncles that fought in in the Second World War and came back, and 
you know, after, after the First World War, England or the UK was supposed to be fit for heroes, a land fit for heroes, wasn't it? Mm. But then we went into the Great Depression. So after the Second World War, they wanted it to be a land fit for heroes, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. It be a change, so. But, you know, veterans have not been looked after, have they? They haven't been looked after. No, no. After any conflict, and there was a promise to look after them after the Iraq and Afghanistan. And then you've got help for heroes, combat stress as well, combat stress before the pandemic. Yeah. That funding yeah. to look after service people with PTSD had been reduced. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a sort of... Uh... A repetition a sort of cycle doesn't it we can't kind of uh, make these kind of um, promises or government do to kind of look after people and then other things come along and and they get forgotten and um, seems to happen over and over doesn't it that kind of thing yeah people have short memories don't they politicians particularly and you know let's hope that people don't have short memories about the victims of COVID-19 and the families yeah, yeah. on COVID and you know, will it take a footballer to raise awareness? I wonder. Do we do we need Marcus Rashford to stand up for every principle? Yeah, what's well, it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've got myself. Well, yeah, but it's uh, you know it's important stuff though, isn't it? You know, people need support, and, and we shouldn't forget. Um, mm. You know, it's easy to just to kind of uh, remember in, in in a moment or a weekend, isn't it? But that doesn't change things for the people who are suffering. Still, does it? Yeah. Yes, it's good, and we should remember. I think and. and the ceremonies and things are very important, I think. But then beyond that, we have to keep those things going, don't we, and moving and the support yeah. there. It's a constant thing, isn't it? And, and going back to Dickens, mm. I said if Dickens was alive now, you know, would he be astonished at the fact that we've got, we can, 40 years ago, we put a man on the moon, several men. Yeah. But yeah, we've got food banks. There are food banks in the one of the richest countries with the, the in the top six richest countries in the in the world yeah yeah food banks people have to use food banks what the hell's going on honestly um we need a dickens to chronicle what's going on nowadays don't we really yeah oh. some, of the, some of the systems just aren't serving everybody are they they're not they're not working for people you know they're work, working for some people but not not for everybody unfortunately what would tolstoy say well that's it yeah, yeah. Well, he struggled all that all his life, didn't he? he was, it was a big thing for him about, you know, wealth because he was he was incredibly wealthy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but he struggled with that. He struggled with, you know, why should you know him having wealth through just yeah. inheritance and through his name? Um, and he did abandon it in the end, didn't he? he? Kind of gave everything, gave everything up and left, and just walked away from it. Well, I know I've known through. You know, you got me interested in, frankly, war and peace. Um, yeah. Even though my dad did have war and peace, but it's not something that I, I wanted to read at that time. But you got me interested in war and peace. And I've not read the book, I've started it, but I watched the BBC adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. We better uh, get on, haven't we, mate? That was, uh, it's nice to catch up with you, though. And um, thanks, everyone out there, for listening. We always say that, don't we? But it's really nice that, you know, it's nice for us to catch up. And then hopefully other people are, um, are listening as well. And hope everyone's all right. Again, it's it's sort of difficult. Everyone's got a very different experience, haven't they, of lockdown and COVID and, and all the rest of it and yeah. feelings about the vaccinations and all that kind of stuff. But we just hope everyone is managing the best they can. And, yeah. uh, yeah. What do you all think about it out there? What do you all think about the vaccine? Because 
there's excitement, there's also anxiety, isn't there? Mm. Um, would would everybody out there that can have the vaccine when it's distributed, will you will you have it, or will some of you just wait and see what happens, or you know what will you do? Um, and thanks for your emails because you you email us and you you message all the time. Um, so so yeah, and it's good of you to make suggestions as well. So thank you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Aren't we? But yeah. have a good have a good weekend. Have a good week off. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice to have a little time. To be honest, I'm ready for a little bit of time of just uh, reflection. You know, and I think it's good for everyone to do that, isn't it? And, and uh, yeah. Well, I can't do very much because of lockdown, but that's not a bad thing, really. I think it's nice to just take a little breather sometimes, and yeah. I like to reflect and uh, think, you know, where I'm at. And put a high vis jacket on. That's the best way to reflect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. All right, it's good to see you, mate. And, um, Likewise, mate. Good to see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Good Guys, John and Danny. Have a great day.